Hello, it's Dave here and I'm with my wife, Cathy. Hello. And we're doing the cinemile again where we walk to the movies and then we walk back from the movies. Yes, and we're very <laughs> excited because this is our first time doing a nighttime on our own cinemile since our baby was born. Yes, we're on a date. Yes, very this exciting. This is our first time we've been on a date together yes. in quite a while. Thrilling. And we are it's, going so, it's so intimate, just you, <laughs> me and all the listeners. <laughs> um, and we are going to see The Post. Um which is the movie starring Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks about the publication of the Pentagon Papers. Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg directed. and John Williams. John Williams scored. And Steven Spielberg has not been nominated for Best Director, albeit the movie has been nominated for Best Picture, so some controversy. And Meryl Streep has been... Yeah, but that's because there's, like, what is there, nine or ten Best Picture slots and only five director slots. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just telling some facts about the movie. It's a weird thing. Um, And Meryl Streep officially has been nominated 600 times now. (laughs) And Tom Hanks isn't nominated. (laughs) So people have been um, crying out for the fact that he's Who's crying out? People have been. Who are these people? Um, And it's interesting because... Name one person who's crying out. I think there's too many for me to mention. (laughs) And it's funny because Tom Hanks used to be like the darling of the Oscars, right? So he was... He won for Big, Forrest Gump, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Sure, he did the nominations. Did he win for all those? Yeah, he won three. Um, I love Tom Hanks. I mean, I love Tom Hanks too. He's fabulous. So it's just interesting that there's only two nominations because I feel like in another year, this is the kind of movie that would have swept the board. Um, But enough about the Oscars. We're very excited to be going to see this. Have you seen even a trailer for it? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, It looks amazing. I mean, there's not much to say. I'm excited. I love um, movies about journalists. So yeah. I, I, as you know, I studied to be a journalist. I do know that, yes, about my own I husband. don't know if you knew that about me. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you were there. Um, and, uh, and you failed. No, I didn't. No, I didn't fail. I did, that makes it sound like I failed. Um, I, I, I got, you, you passed your I degree. Passed my, I got my degree. I have a journalism degree. You do. You just didn't work as a oh, journalist. I just don't. I didn't become a journalist. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I failed in that regard. Yeah. Um, You're not out like truth seeking on a daily basis. No, it turns out just I wasn't very good at it. <laughs> or wasn't. Uh, you just didn't, didn't care enough. I didn't. No, I do care because I love every time I see movies about like, um, you know, all the president's men. So good. Like network. Um, what's that one? Uh, that was. Michael Keaton one. Yeah, yeah, I've forgotten. Mark Ruffalo. Yes, yes. oh, that was so good with about the sure Boston. Pretty sure that won a few Oscars a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Love that one. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love it. I love a journalism movie. And look, I still love you, even though you failed in the profession. I didn't um, fail in the profession. I never got a chance <laughs> you never to even try at the yeah. profession because there were no jobs in journalism. Let's just say that when we graduated. No, and no. I ended up working in uh, well, pretty much advertising, which yes. is uh, you know pretty much the opposite of journalism. The opposite. Instead of inst- well, instead of uh, you know. Exposing Look, the truth. Enough I'm about your failed lies. dreams. Enough about uh, your failed dreams. <laughs> I'm out without a baby, so I'm getting some wine. I'm getting some chocolate. I'm getting some Why popcorn. Why don't you listen to my failed <laughs> dreams? Um, and I'm really looking forward to this movie. Yep. All right, yeah. Let's 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 let's, wrap it up. let's head in. Okay. okay. Bye. <laughs> I could have been somebody. This is a devastating security breach that was leaked out of the Pentagon. The most highly classified documents of the war. The Times says 7,000 pages detailing how the White House has been lying about the Vietnam War for 30 years. The way they lied, those days have to be over. Okay, people are concerned about having a woman in charge of the paper, that she doesn't have the resolve to make the tough choices. Thank you, Arthur, for your frankness. Let's do our jobs. Find those pages. 
You're talking about exposing years of government secrets. Is that legal? What is it you think we do here for a living, kid? Ben, I might have something. It must be precious cargo. It's just government secrets. Oh my god, I loved that. Yes, I loved it too. That's it the fabulous. look. Oh my god, we're actually passing a stack of newspapers <laughs> on the ground outside a newsagent <gasps> for tomorrow. How appropriate. Yes. Um, that's the kind of movie that I love coming out of because it just imbu- imbues you with like um, a sense of excitement and passion for, um, for I don't know, for what, the, for what the world should be like. It's yeah. idealistic. It's optimistic. Um, and it doesn't um, do it any harm either that it's like tinged with nostalgia for a better time. That always helps with these things. You know, back when the press could really get into the government like that. Um, and well, when it really mattered and, and printing really was a big deal it wasn't like the internet where somebody can write something and it's up two seconds later you know there's like genuine deadlines in the printing press it's awesome well first of all all that stuff is just so exciting yeah so exciting um, printing and, and press just like, is amazing and yeah the nostalgia of that is just brilliant and that's where Spielberg really brought his magic to it wasn't it like just the shots of of um, the, I don't even know what the terminology is but the, <laughs> the, we did learn this in journalism school but uh, all the all the little like metal slots for each letter that yeah, have to incredible. be put in to create like every single page like he just he sort of um, really like uh, shot the machinery in such beautiful, it was beautiful. ways and with uh, the John Williams music and like oh, so, so, so good probably the last half hour I wouldn't necessarily have pegged it as a Spielberg movie and then the last half hour was like pure Spielberg there's pure a shot magic. where they open the box and they get the Pentagon papers and it was like Jurassic Park or something then yeah, they're there looking was, into it with <laughs> yeah, it was total Spielberg then the John Williams score started kicking in all the shots started kicking in the inspirational speeches and it was like oh yeah this is Spielberg the this most Spielberg awesome. moment for me was um, there's, I mean there, we, we, this isn't really a spoiler but there's a, there's, there's a moment where they're going to print and then Bob Odenkirk who plays Saul Goodman in, in Breaking Bad is like sitting up at his desk in the office and his table is like shaking um, and <laughs> yeah, it's, that was just, it, it's just so so beautiful and like we get you know we get what you want in every newspaper movie where the um, the guys who in the printing press are like waiting for the call and it's quarter past midnight yeah. and we it's gotta like go to we, print. we gotta get there because the guy's gotta deliver the papers what are we gonna do so and that then stuff was all so Tom fun. Hanks is pa- pacing and it's like are they gonna get the call like I thought it was thrilling that most of it is set over the course of one day uh, really, a couple of days and it's really thrilling because look whether or not you know the history of it I mean you can obviously guess the outcome or they wouldn't be making the movie well let's not spoil it because I think um, partly I, I, I'm not au fait with you know I think Watergate is the more famous yeah, part yeah I of, didn't know about this um, to be honest of, of, I didn't know anything about this so actually I, I found the whole thing quite thrilling even though I pretty much w- could have guessed the outcome um, but let's talk let's talk about maybe details on Spoiler Street but um, I think Meryl Streep was superb. I thought she was probably um, the more in- the more interesting character oh, in she a way was for sure. And like, it's so funny because you know the way like Meryl Streep's nominated every time she blows her nose, basically. But honestly, I always think, oh god, Meryl Streep's nominated again. And then I go to a movie, I'm like, oh, she's amazing. I love her. That's why she's always nominated. Like, she just knocks it out of the park. And this character, Catherine Graham 
who was such an influential woman in the States. Like, she owned this publishing company. She was the first woman to be, like, CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Um, She wrote a memoir that was actually won a Pulitzer Prize as well. Like, she's really influential. And she talked a lot about her role as a woman um, coming into the fore particularly around this period with this story and with Watergate like she was hugely successful as the publisher of the Post as well as other things and she spoke about how you know self-conscious she was how she was always dismissed by men how she had no confidence she also spoke a lot about like equality in the workplace and mental health issues because her husband as is mentioned in the movie um, like committed suicide and suffered from mental health problems so she's such an interesting character anyway so I would nearly love to see like a whole movie just about her but yeah. getting Meryl Streep to play her in this made it so like the character was so interesting and the portrayal was so good that it was like she was the crux of the story. And, and there's the a, there's a point wasn't. there's a point in this where you know one of the characters points out she has everything to lose. Uh, you know it's very easy for us to rally behind Tom Hanks's. Um, he's the he's playing the editor. He's playing the he's the classic sort of. Uh, uh, stalwart old school newspaper man who's all about the right calls and the editorial and freedom of the press and you it's very easy for us as the audience to rally behind him because he's the inspirational of one course. and he knows every second of the whole movie what the right thing to yeah. do is he knows it she however is she's the head of a business yeah, yeah she's dealing with the shareholders it's her family's legacy it's um her business, she's got the all the employees to think about and she's got people telling her both sides of what this decision would mean. Yeah. And she definitely has the hardest. She has the weight on her shoulders. Make. Whereas for him at the end of the day, and his wife points this out, which I liked, if he lost his job um, publishing these Pentagon. He gets papers, another job. He'll get another job because yeah. he'll get a pat on the back. Well you did the right thing, you're a proper journalist. Of course you should have published it. Like he doesn't need to consider those things. Um and like it's interesting because obviously Meryl Streep got nominated and Tom Hanks didn't and I mean it's her movie but even as a supporting actor he was good in it I can't find any fault in his performance good, but it didn't great. it didn't stand out him. to me I, I mean I'm, I'm a Tom Hanks fan I thought he was good I thought it was completely serviceable but it's probably because serviceable it's a character we've seen so much on screen played by middle aged well man. he's literally that he's the same editor in all the presidents yeah men. it's so like we've it's seen just, that man portrayed so and it's not, it's not to fault Tom Hanks at all because I really think he's good but it just it didn't leave out to me. I didn't leave the movie thinking, oh, Tom I thought he should have been nominated. It's great. No, I'm not. He's I'm just saying, do you, did you come out thinking he's robbed of a nomination? Or do you see Sam Rockwell in... Um, I mean... He's up against Sam Rockwell in three billboards. Like, it's not even... A, they wouldn't deserve to be in the same category. Look, uh, he's... It's a, no, I think Tom Hanks is, is superb in this. He's a lot of fun. He's energetic um, it's a it's a it's a great character and it's just I think it's a character I've Tom seen too Hanks, much I love Tom Hanks of so course, much of course I love so Tom likeable. Hanks everyone loves Tom Hanks but yeah just... look fine Meryl Streep is absolutely the heart and soul of this movie yeah. and she's the driving force of the whole thing and it's such a and timely movie she's the more movie. interesting character like this movie to be coming out now and like you know they basically commissioned it last year and it was made for this year like it's a really t- really tight turnaround on this movie and Spielberg wanted to make it now and this is the time to make it because freedom of the press is so at stake in America with all like the current president um, all his like he's essentially attacking the freedom of the press right now and secondly to that really going on in America at the moment is this you know really misogynistic culture against women so to make a movie that encapsulates both of those issues and felt like it could have been made now was it quite incre- I mean so it felt like it could have been set now it's so sorry. relevant, there, so is a, relevant. A, there is a war happening right now between 
the state and the press yeah. in in the US, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what was happening um, at the same time. And the, the, like the fact that it went to the Supreme Court shows yeah. how far how far it can and and would go. And that, I mean, we could see something very similar happening. Uh, yeah, these being kind made of right now. Battles and they sh- right they now. played what we assume are the real tapes of Richard Nixon. Um, saying I don't want the Washington Post anywhere near me I don't want them in the White House and it could have been Trump the talking the parallels are fascinating oh because God. well it, it, it happened uh, Trump banned um, a whole rake of yeah. um, media outlets from from his um, from his press room yeah. only a few months ago it's quite incredible I mean I think it was such a good idea to make the movie now um, it's fascinating and it's it's a Spielberg movie you know it's incredibly well made there's like this humour in it Meryl Streep just blows everyone away and I love the shots of her walking into rooms just full of men in suits like that's her constant experience for the whole movie and that's an accurate depiction of what it would have been like and it's, it's just terrifying it's yeah, intimidating it's really like intimidating. when she goes to meet uh, when she goes to Wall Street and when she meets her shareholders and all and, and the board meetings I felt like that I mean but that's what Spielberg's good at yeah. he like he puts you there and he creates atmosphere. And just subtle things like at one point when the company's going to the stock exchange, that's a huge decision she used to make um, to bring the company public for the sake of financial issues they're having. They haven't been public before. And she goes to stand and a man just puts his hand on her arm like, no, 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 you sit down. And she does because yeah. she's used to being treated like that um, by men. And she even says at one point, you know, when my father gave the newspaper to my husband, I, I never questioned that. She I was, was happy. I was happy for my husband. Um, you know, I always believed this should have been his job. I never held a job until I was 45 years of age and I basically never expected to. And she's such an inspiring character. And I think the overall, like, you know, we came out of it really happy because the overall message of the movie is, you know, they're saying we should report on the people who are being governed you know that's who we owe that's who we owe um, the press press we don't owe it to the governor the press works for the governed not the government yeah that was the line and it's a fabulous line Um, and very on the nose for what's going on now and aside from all the political stuff I mean it's just a fabulously made movie I thought it was just so well done but it's absolutely thrilling like it's it's nail biting stuff even if you know the outcome even if you can guess the outcome the minute to minute um decisions that have to be made all the little decisions yeah, of the it. obstacles that get put in front of them and the lawyers getting involved and the source and like just even the, the way it's the exciting. source is photographed or, like they're they're photocopying the pentagon papers and you're like oh my god that takes all night to do <laughs> because they didn't have the technology oh that stuff all that stuff was just great yeah, all the little technology stuff it. just how the printing like I found it so so inspirational it was like if printing press porn could exist this is it oh, it just makes you think like really it. annoyed for like how how flimsy all this stuff is now like somebody can just you know anyone in the world can just write something on a on a laptop or on a smartphone and just publish it and like fake news is such a genuine issue of our times and it's such a disgusting thing what can happen in terms of inaccurate things being reported videos being edited that shouldn't be edited to make people look like they're doing stuff that they're not doing like there's just so much crap going around the internet and you just kind of and I know this is rose tinted nostalgia and all that in this movie but it just makes you think god I wish there was just you know things wouldn't get published without an editor well, and without lawyers and without people really considering yeah. what they're writing down anyone can they write publish it. anything now yeah and the truth like us we publish this shitty podcast <laughs> <laughs> well, the, it's true like this could this wouldn't happen uh, 30 years ago but the um the the truth has become elusive uh, in our society it really has and and look it's nobody, always been elusive this of course, yeah. but there were there were gatekeepers to it, and you know the, there are advantages to 
you know the 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 what the internet has done is it's it's made um more information accessible to everybody yeah but the problem is we've come kind of gone full circle in that there's too much information for anyone to disseminate and we're all crying out for people to explain it all and i think what's happened is because the internet and the media has become so overwhelming a lot of people have just become apathetic to it um well you kind of retreat into your own news feeds and just read well um, that that's like, an, that's another yeah. problem we we're all only reading what you know validates our own point of view and i think i, I myself am, i'm guilty of that yeah but look enough about our opinion on the press we need to get back to the movie what a cast Every single person that popped up, I was like, "Oh, there's that actor. Oh, there's that actor." Okay, well, oh, the first one, that, the first one that struck me was uh, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross on screen together, and that's uh, Bob Odenkirk is Saul, famous for Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad, David Cross, Tobias from Arrested Development. Who was like barely recognizable? I just recognized his voice. Well, he had a wig on. Yeah, he looked weird. Um, but they, they, they have a, a comedy show, Bob and David. Oh. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. Together, so it was kind of a funny cast, uh, like casting decision to put them together. I wonder, is there a funny story behind that? And another, uh, two other members of the Breaking Bad cast were in this: uh, Jesse Plemons, um, who played the young lawyer, mm-hmm. and uh, Gail, um, the other Walt's other scientist friend. So okay. weird, a lot of weird little Breaking yeah. Bad links. I mean, and as I said, lots of men in this movie, so they did all start blurring into each other after a point. But I enjoyed all of their performances. And Rhonda uh, from The Wire. Yes, enjoyed her. Was even though this? she, I just recognised her for a second. Um, and Alison Brie, who's in Glow and also in like um, Community, Community, and those things. So yes, yeah, like, I mean, a stellar really cast. Interesting supporting cast. Yeah. Like a lot of sort of yeah comedy actors there. Yeah, really. Enjoyed and even Bob Woldenkirk was doing some. He, I thought he was probably the standout of the supporting cast for me. I mean, he uh, had the most. Fabulous. He had the most to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, and um, that other actor who, who's the lead from uh, the Americans, whose name I'm forgetting. Yes, he's great. Um, is excellent as the, as the source. source. Um, look, I I'll never give up my sources. <laughs> I don't think we need to go to spoiler street on this one because, look, there's not really anything to spoil. We're not going to say how it ends. Um, it's a beautifully shot movie. It's really exciting. Fantastic central performance. Now I don't think Meryl Streep will win because I think um, Francis McDormand's going to win with three billboards and I think you know she's already won most of the awards um, and that's not to take away from Meryl Streep's performance at all it's just they're just very different roles yeah um, and do you think it has a chance at best picture I think everyone's saying it's going to be the shape of water we haven't uh, seen that yet I don't know yeah I don't know either it's certainly very t- I would like this to win best picture because of the message I think it would be a fabulous message um, I don't really get I don't like to get caught up in all this awards I, d- I do I love award speculation because it's so political um, so it's always about more than the movie because you know any yeah, individual movie is good but it's like the message of it and the message of this is very important yeah true I mean I look I wonder it, is, is it is it poli- like you say the, the awards are political like Hollywood is no, like just notoriously left leaning anyway so we know what their politics are going to be so and they're they're like well, it's the decision of what, what message is most important of the movies that you're talking about. I know, I guess. Um, but yeah, I think this is fabulous and I really enjoyed it as our first proper night out. Yeah, that was just really, really yeah, good really fun. fun. And we had a, a wine and a coffee and it was... Yeah, fabulous. Great date night. <laughs> Would re- highly recommend this movie. I'm so supercharged. God, a, I wish I'd become a journalist. There was a point in the, um, <laughs> in the movie when like people in the audience ourselves probably needing it like cheered a bit <laughs> that was really fun like the audience yeah. was really into it and I was it's expecting it kind of to movie. be like an audience of older people and it wasn't it was really mixed um, so yeah fun totally packed out on a Sunday night as well so I just fine. love I just love like that kind of Aaron Sorkin kind of magic 
uh, when you've just got loads of people in a room debating important issues. Yeah, with the right actors and in the right direction that works. Yeah, <laughs> it could go terribly badly. Um, uh, so please, yeah, please, please go see yeah, this go movie. Yeah, go see it, enjoy it. And, and it is like it's not. While it doesn't, uh, the subject matter may not lend itself to something cinematic uh, you know Spielberg obviously brings that charm to it and yeah. I think it is sort of great to see it on this kind of stuff on the big screen it's and fab, support yeah. support this movie I enjoyed seeing it on the big screen albeit I would say it wouldn't quite matter by the printing press stuff if you watched it on the small screen to be honest no like it's not you know it's not like Saving Private Ryan or something like that which obviously you would watch Spotlight was the name of the movie I was trying to think that I mentioned earlier oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and I forgot the name of it yeah with Michael Keaton oh yeah that's yeah another, that's another I thought that was brilliant yeah I love well. Spotlight yeah so anyway um, thank you for listening please follow us at the Cinemile on Twitter Instagram Facebook and most importantly please like and subscribe us wherever you listen to podcasts on iTunes or Acast or any other podcast app and leave, and leave us, us a, a review please. Yeah, please it really really helps yeah. and All we right. like it we like it thank you uh, thanks for listening bye bye you're very brave. But Kay... Kay's in a position she never thought she'd be in. A position I'm sure plenty of people don't think she should have. And when you're told time and time again that you're not good enough, that your opinion doesn't matter as much, when they don't just look past you, when to them you're not even there, when that's been your reality for so long, it's hard not to let yourself think it's true. So to make this decision, to risk her fortune and the company that's been her entire life, well, I think that's brave. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. <laughs> to be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.